Hello and welcome to the new edition of Foodocracy for Her. I'm Kalyan Karmakar, your host. And Foodocracy for Her is India's longest running podcast showcasing women in the food and beverage business. Uh, I took a bit of a break because I went to Calcutta to celebrate my mom's birthday and came back. And uh, now here I am, all ready for you with a fresh new, um, um, you know, interviewee and uh, a very, very interesting person. Her name is Mizba Mitha. Uh, she is a fashion designer, but was uh, and is known among her friends, especially her childhood friends, for her excellent cooking. And uh, during the lockdown, she started uh, her home chef services. And interestingly, she didn't box herself to one particular cuisine, but offered a uh, range. And then um, uh, she also sort of advanced herself technologically by doing uh, dehydrated uh, curry packs. And from whatever I gather, I think this is what uh, life is for her now. But let's go and uh, talk to Mizwa and get to hear her story. So there's, uh, yeah, so there's Mizwa, Mizwa Mita. So her surname, uh, of course, sort of uh, coincides with her personality. She's a very sweet person and very well known among her friends who are my friends for sort of, uh, feeding them and and also now she's come close to house so we can even uh, drop in so welcome on board Mishwa great Thank to you see so you much. and welcome back to uh, Bandra so there, there are two of us uh, who are hosting it so me and okay. uh, there's baby loaf uh, I'm ah. not too sure whether he's going to wake up and ask questions he's meditating right now in his <laughs> low position maybe he'll like telepathically yeah, so it's it's great to have you on board, and and I'll so I I knew of uh, Mizba initially through uh, our friend Manisha. Was she with you in school or college? Yeah, we've done ten years in the same school together, and she's been a very dear friend of mine, and she's been an integral part of this journey of food that I'm doing, because I used to very often cook food and send yeah. a couple of my friends. And or they would come over for a meal and they would always encourage me and tell me, why don't you write a book of your recipes? Mm. And in, uh, because they encouraged me so much, I started a recipe chat okay. where every time I made a nice dish, I would put it for my school friends and they would even give me a feedback saying, oh, we tried it. It was wow. On WhatsApp? Then, yeah, on WhatsApp. We, have, okay. we still today have that recipe chat. <laughs> and I think uh, Manisha was in instrumental in telling me that, you know, you're good at what you do and you should take this forward. Mm. And then the pandemic happened and I, being a fashion designer, used to travel a lot. I used to do the length and breadth of our country doing exhibitions. Suddenly everything packed up. So tell us, a bit, about your, uh, tell us a bit about your life uh, before that. You said you were a fashion designer and... You were traveling. I, so I, so what sort of work did you do for how many years? How did you get into this? So, um, so I took it on from my mother, who was okay. very creative. Both my parents were very creative, mom and dad. Dad used to do these Christmas decorations and he used to even do window displays for people, for these five-star oh, wow. hotels, you know? Wow. Yeah, yes, so he was a very talented man, very creative. Mom was very fond of good clothes. She was a very pretty, good-looking woman, very well turned out. So she always wanted to get into clothes. The minute mm. she realized me and my brother both have found our own way in life, 
she took on clothes okay. and she encouraged me i was in college at that time she encouraged me why don't you just sit with me when i'm doing clothes and what did I you study in college no what what any I what subject my, i did my graduation i did my graduation from commerce commerce okay so nothing yeah. to do with food or fashion maybe nothing, running business nothing at all <laughs> nothing at all yeah nothing at all but i used to help my mom and she had these friends and family come home and buy her things hmm. and it was a small time thing and then i finished college and i booked a gallery at beach candy called simrosa art gallery okay and i just saved up a little bit of money and made like 50 garments and they flew off the rack in the first day in wow. like 4 hours wow that first exhibition 50 That first exhibition, first 50 garments sold out in one hour in four, four hours. hours. Four hours, okay. In four hours, oh, but so less than five really, hours. <laughs> it, it really encouraged me that I'm on the right track, and I can take this forward, and I can make a business out of it. So that's how I got into it, and I've never looked back. It's just been a lovely journey. I've met lovely people along the way, you know, because I'm dealing with housewives. I'm dealing with women one to one. and i don't want to put my product in a store where i don't get a direct feedback from my customer so it's Your mainly exhibitions coming to me to exhibitions people come to me by appointment oh. and 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 you said you you traveled across the country i do a lot of so so you're a bombay girl of, so where all did you go and like to meet your I customers i do a lot of i do a lot of shows in delhi i do hyderabad i do bangalore i do chennai most of the metro cities i've done and did you find them to be different like the customers in yes, each city in terms of to, you need to understand the taste of every city india mm. is very diverse with the kind of people we have and their complexions the way they dress yeah. up what is their priority so i think over the years i understood that gamut and, and what I sort of clothes and and wonderful so and what i what's... do i I do typically Indian wear, oh, which is like a shalwar kurta wow. or a basic Indian garment. And even in Chennai and all, where the assumption is everyone wears sarees. I remember once I've seen an think, ad in for a sari in Chennai with pockets. Yeah. yeah, but I think now most of the cities, even the elder people who are sixty plus who used to wear sarees, have all moved to a shalwar kurta because it's easier to wear. So my mom. uh my mom uh, you know when she was abroad she'd worn western clothes but in india sarees all through so during the lockdown second year uh, she was with my brother in gurgaon so okay. then she tried out a salwar because you know it was just getting too cumbersome and and a lot of bengali women do that huh? traditionally like even when they yeah. go on holidays they borrow their yes. daughter's salwars <laughs> and all that but back in so she said yeah. okay now when i go back to calcutta i'll be back to sarees and stuff But then she, uh, we encouraged her. We said, "You try. I mean, who? How does it matter? I mean, you're wearing a salwar at the end of the day." Absolutely. And yeah. and now she's got so comfortable with it. I must uh, tell you, and it's it's very interesting how these uh, you know connections are there. And sometimes um, we don't always know of this, but there are. So, for example, uh, Manzilat Fatima, who is also a dear friend of mine uh, in in okay. Calcutta, and uh, she runs uh, Manzilat's uh, kitchen. and uh, i had interviewed her towards the beginning of the podcast and uh, she's today in the food circle very well known for her awadi food like the the biryani and the you know the galauti and the nihari and all of that and okay. and also she belongs to uh, the family of the nawab 
uh, Wajid Ali Shah. Like she's, I think, the great granddaughter, and oh. and uh, you know, so therefore also that culture and stuff. But uh, she also, like you, uh, was a sort of uh, fashion designer, and she had a, uh, I think she had a retail uh, store. And and like you, she would focus on Indian wear. But I I think like you also, she was um, like uh, inherently talented. Like it's not that she went to designing school. So yeah. uh, she she's uh, you know doing food. And then uh, there is Shilpa Gupta of T uh, Tapas, who was not a fashion designer, but she was an interior decorator. And then uh, you know she, she she and she's from Bombay. And uh, oh. so so she, in the lockdown, she started doing these. Uh, uh, grazing tables, like they call it, and and now, like uh, you know, so it's almost like these new uh, careers. I'm just going to ask you one more question before we move into the food side of it. And uh, so, is that um, um, uh, on on the your side of it, which is the the creation side, um, who are the sort of people you would uh, deal with, like like the carigars and 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 you know the, oh, uh, the suppliers of material. So what I do is I travel, uh, like suppose I'm going for an exhibition to Delhi. Huh. I'll probably finish the exhibition and stay, stay there for another two days and go and look if I get something different, some hmm. fabric which is not locally available in Bombay. Or if I do a Jaipur show, I'll go and source something. So yeah. I'm not buying anything in bulk or anything huh. in wholesale, anything that appeals to my eye. And, and who would do create, the, who would do your stitching and all that? I have an yeah, entire fix. team. I have an entire team of tailors and embroiderers and carigars, which work out of my mother's home, which oh, is wow. in South Bombay. Yes. Yeah, because so, that's and, a bigger place. So it's like a and, workshop for me. And are they men or women? Men. So so um like so you've traditionally been working uh well, no because some of sometimes like uh, uh you know people also feel the faces issue of like. Uh, you know, working with men uh, and and you know them not sort of taking women seriously and all of that. No, but no, that I you've sort I've of been, been lucky. like, uh, I've been very lucky. I have a hmm. fabulous team which has supported me all along, and I think our workers and our carriers make us where or what we are today, because they have to execute something which you have thought of, imagined. Yes. It could hmm. be very creative, but they're yes. putting it down actually on the fabric. So mm. with due respect to them, today our brand does well or people come back to me because my workmanship is good. And, and, and all is thanks to the workforce that we have. And what is your brand in uh, the fashion side? Because I must say that I'm not that aware of that side, but uh, you told I, me once. My, my label is called Zebaish. Okay. And it is a designer Indian wear label. And today it is 33 years for me to be in the business. Wow, and how do you spell that? Z-E-Z-E-B-A-I-S-H. And and you're on Instagram and uh, yes, everything. I'm on Instagram. And 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 that business is also alive, right? I mean, you're also yes, because absolutely. You, did, you did an yes, exhibition yes. very recently on on that. Yes, I was just very recently in Delhi and Hyderabad oh. and Ahmedabad. How, how so does it feel to get week, back? I've just traveled and come back. All how cities. does it feel? How does it feel to you know? I mean, uh, travel, get back, whether it's food, fashion, how does it feel? You I really to... like it. I like yeah. to meet new people. And I feel every time you meet somebody, you yeah. absorb so many new things, which just sitting in one corner, you will never know. Every, true, true. every day is a new experience. You yeah, come true. across so many people in different walks of life. 
and I love it. I love to travel. I love to meet people, interact yeah. with people, hear about their lives. It's really nice. And I'm so happy you said this because uh, you know a problem which uh, all of us are facing, and uh, you know whether it doesn't matter what profession, age, or uh, you know what one does is this motivation to go out of the house yes. because uh, you know everything can be done at home. Like you can work from home, you can call yes. things home. So uh, especially the middle class, like you know, and uh, you know we've we've got our fortress and castle, and there's so to yeah. you know to go out is uh, so I'm you know yesterday I did a, a food uh, sort of trail of uh, Mumbai with a group of. Uh, business folks from Israel. So I've done it for them in 2015. And okay. they approached me and I said that, look, I'm not too sure. I've not done it to the pandemic. They said, no, no, we want to do it. And they wanted to do the previous years, previous times trail. We started with candies, but this was a Monday. So when they're shut, so I said, okay. And we thought of a new thing, a new trail. And and then there were, you know, 18 to 20 of them. And from a bus, we came and stuff. And um, I don't do food walks now as often as I did once before. And that's a conscious call because I spend more time writing and podcasting and all yes. that. But it yes. just felt so good to, you know, be with to people. Out. And, yeah. Yeah. and, and uh, also like to see the appreciation, like, you know, they went to Sapko and they said, this is the best coffee we've had in uh, India. Or they went to Fresh Cats and they said, this is so different from the Indian food which we've yes. had. We're going to yeah. talk of that. And, and to Lucky and to have the Kulfi and the Pan. And with all of that, now let's tell us that um, how did Tarka Tales happen from Zibaish? So, uh, Tarka Tales happened because uh, I was walking outside my house and okay. I met this friend of mine called Deepak Agarwal. Okay. And he was also walking. And he happened, and he's in clothes, he's an exporter. So, this is that during the pandemic time. This is, I mean, we're the still in the pandemic. Time. He's still yes, in the pandemic, but the lockdowns and social yes. distancing and all that. Yes. He's a garment exporter and I was walking outside and he happened to tell me that, uh, you know, a lot of home chefs have come up and, you know, there's this common friend of ours who's also started catering and she's doing so well. Mm. Why don't you also start something? You've always been a good cook. And I went back that day and spoke to my husband about it and said, don't you think it's a very good idea? Mm. And my husband is looking at me and saying, I don't know. I think you should sleep over it. Yes. But me being me, I immediately <laughs> went ahead with it, called up. A because he said sleep over it? Sleep over it. If he said go for it, then you would have done the reverse. Yeah. Said, <laughs> so the minute he said sleep over it, think about it, I called uh, up this other school friend of mine who's uh, very dear to me, Hemal, and I said, can you come up with a few nice names? Uh, I'd like to go ahead and start. So she's so she's a she's the writer she's a among journalist. the guys. She's okay, a journalist. Okay. She's with okay. Midday. She's ah. a journalist. So so she's a writer. She's been with Manisha and me in the same class. Yeah, so, so she's a writer among you. <laughs> yeah, I call her up and tell her, why don't you give me a couple of good names? Ah. And she gives me a whole list and then she asks me, so when do you want to start? I said, from tomorrow morning. She said, really? Are you organized enough? I said, yeah, yeah. I'll just start sending food to a couple of people to taste for me to get a feedback whether I'm on the right track. And I called up Manisha and Manisha was completely oh, yeah, excited. Yeah. Completely she, excited. She's so encouraging of people. She's introduced me to so many so, wonderful so people my in food. Brand, my brand name Tarka Tales was chosen by Manisha. Ah, I gave 
the options and she uh, said every time we come to your house the food has a fabulous tadka wow so just go ahead and call it tadka <laughs> it goes with your personality also so uh, i think i just went by her word and she helped me in this entire journey by introducing me to a lot of food no, people true. and she does and that yeah. forward so and, and, and what was her husband's reaction to this yeah, yeah next next true. morning you said think yeah, about it but you And what does he do? What does he do? And he works he with you in the business. He was a banker. He's okay. retired last year. He was okay. a banker. So mm. he's a he's always been a corporate guy. Yes, yes. He cannot yes. understand how you can come up with an idea and just implement it the next day. <laughs> and that to bankers, you know, where they put so many yes. you know tests and rules yes, and regulations absolutely. and all of that, yeah, uh, because yeah. it's it's such a sensitive sector. Yeah. Yes. And and I'm uh, you know I'm uh, I'm glad you brought this topic uh, up because uh, there are a lot of people who um, are are fabulous with food, fabulous cooks and all of that, but um, uh, somehow and I don't know why, but uh, you know they they just feel that uh, maybe cooking is not something for them to get into or uh, you know either either I... because either because they are housewives and they're not sure of working. or maybe like uh, you they have another business or like your husband uh, they were in the corporate thing and senior positions and they just feel that and i'll put it very bluntly that they just feel that maybe um, it's it might be a bit demeaning or you know the the, the dignity of Absolutely. labor this is this but, thing uh, but but it's so different i mean I, i mean so tell tell us your thoughts on that so i i always feel that there's nothing demeaning in life because when i when i was growing up i had I was in a joint family. Mm. My father had three unmarried sisters who stayed with us. Mm. My mom, my dad, my brother, and my dad always sat down. He was a simple middle class man, God fearing. He always sat down and told us, "So long as you're not harming anybody, any kind of work which you do is fine by us. It just has to be. You should like to do what you're doing. So how food was something I always wanted to do." but i never had the time my husband yes. was very encouraging to anything i wanted to do but because clothes took up so much of my time okay. i never had the time and, and the you time enjoyed clothes I, and you enjoyed i, I yet enjoy clothes yeah it's not that you were in a job which you no, didn't no, no. like say maybe no, you no. were a banker which you were not excited about no, but no. you I enjoyed clothes. clothes yeah i love clothes but i love yeah. food also it's just that i could never do two things and okay. the pandemic gave us the time and the opportunity to go ahead and try it out and when so, i started it uh, yeah how how was that experience when you started and it's a it's a new field so for you I, new I type of customers with, i started with fresh food hmm. you know i used to initially when i spoke to manisha she said just make things which you are very good at and just do like six things on a menu or eight things on a menu so i'm very good with my biryanis and my butter chickens and my wraps and my and the white chicken the the white, white chicken. Chicken. so i stuck to i stuck to try and tested mom's recipes where i knew i won't go wrong and hmm. everybody just seemed to love it and, and but but, but you also doing a range because you're doing biryanis and wraps and yeah. all of that but you are also doing, doing a lot of sandwiches and uh, sandwiches, you know chinese sandwiches. and all of that so so yeah. what is it uh, what is tarka tales about because it no it's not just about tarka right because then you won't be doing sandwiches tarka and all tales, of that uh, tarka, so so tarka tales is all about what i ate as a child what i've eaten growing up 
and what are my mom's or my aunt's tried and tested recipes which i love and every time i've had someone come home they've loved it too so we've all, we know that it's a recipe where you can't go wrong each person mm. who's had it has had a fabulous comment to give so Then, i went ahead and okay. tried those till i think i did that for a good 6 months and then i have this very very dear friend of mine priya hmm. she and me are like sisters so her son was going to netherlands to study okay so she told me i need some food which he needs to take with him how so old was I the son of, her son must be 20 and he was going okay. to netherlands to study hmm. so she wanted food dehydrated so okay. i tried out a few dehydrated packets to give him oh. and when i gave it to him and he tried it and his friends moms you know those friends started calling up their parents and saying we don't know from where he's getting his food but we'd like the same thing from from in netherlands his yes. friends in netherlands because <laughs> a lot of indians a lot of, of indians course. were studying with him there yes yes you know from yes. delhi and from calcutta so i started getting very positive feedback and when you said and dehydrated food what did you uh, what do you mean give us an idea all my gravies all my gravies okay, okay. So, I so the ones which I've tried, so yes. it's so it's not the final dish. You're not sending a no, chicken no. curry, but you're sending the gravy to which you add. add uh, you whatever. add the meat or you add the vegetable of your choice. I'm making you a moglai gravy. I'm making you a coconut curry. I'm making you a shahi korma. And sometimes for a child who's abroad, even if he doesn't add anything, and he just carries, yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. just gets his ready bread, and yeah. has the gravy. There's a uh, sense of satisfaction that you're eating home food. Yeah, and and bread, or say you buy pita bread, which is like say, similar Absolutely. to roti. Then you're yeah. like you know, and watching yeah. a Karan Johar film or Yash Chopra film <laughs> and crying. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, uh, But how did you that... do that? Because yeah, okay, you you you've cooked and and you've done clothes. But now, how do you convert that into a dehydrated? I mean, not the clothes, the food. I mean, that that's technology. So I... so i realized that i need to go on the net and find people who do dehydrated you know yeah. who have dehydration machines i looked up three four of them i went and personally met them and one of them i realized uses no preservatives okay so he said we'll give you we'll do it at a freezing point with with a particular technology where for six months this will stay outside the refrigerator oh yeah Yeah, yeah, and yeah, I yeah. myself yeah. use no food color because this is a student community. Yes. So I started using dried beetroot powder for the tandoori red color. Wow. I use no MSG, no pre. So even if a child taking ten packets, the mother's assured it's home food. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, and I've tried really them. Yes. Worked. That really worked. In fact, in the pandemic, I felt a lot of people didn't have enough staff. They didn't have their cooks. No, no. <laughs> Some had no. We had many of us had no staff. Yeah. So they started buying these gravies as a shortcut, quick fix meal where it was tasty. It didn't have preservatives, and they just loved it. Like I remember, like uh, the other day, I made uh, your uh, almond gravy. Was it the almond yeah, gravy? Yeah, yeah, white. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, white so, kadai. Yes, white kadai almond gravy, and and then you know, uh, you, you you know, we added water, this thing, salt to like the measure, and yeah. I think I put chicken in and all that, and then. It it looks so grand. So I took a picture and said, "Manas Roy said, 'Look, I made this.' Uh, and they said, 'Do you want to know how I made my, it?' And then I said, 'That okay, this is how.' In all my gravies, I'm using a little less salt content. Ha ha, because it's also up. And, but uh, I, I think as long as you mention it, in fact, that's a problem which people have with 
the reverse problem with this packaged food that the sodium content is very high. So if you have huh. these packaged upmas and all of that, and I didn't I, realize till someone pointed it. And I myself have high blood pressure. Huh. So I know that, you know, we don't need that much salt in anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so I've yeah. got low on my salt. Hmm. I've let it, you know, let the student decide if they really need to add a pinch themselves. It's like if, if someone has more tikka and they want to add some chilies also or yes, like that. Yeah, yes, yeah. yes, yeah. yes, absolutely, absolutely. So, um, so you were doing a fresh food line and then the, you were doing the preservative line. Um, so tell me, um, like fresh food, like you said that, okay, I'm going to get down today and start it. But then after that, when you're doing week on week and, uh, you know, diverse customers and diverse sort yeah. of things. So you're doing Western, you're doing Indian, yeah. you're doing yeah. Chinese. But is it, would it be right to say that uh, this is a Bombay girl's food? I mean, I mean. I'll tell you what I mean, or maybe I, a Sopo so, <laughs> girl's food, but what I'm saying yes. is that yeah, yeah, you you belong to a certain, say, Muslim uh, community, right? Yes. Uh, which which yes. uh, community yes. of the uh, Muslims you are? You are uh, Khoja? Or, um, no, I'm a uh, Sunni Muslim. So, so, okay. So it's yeah. not that you're doing only Muslim food or only vegetarian or only no, meat. So in a way, it's like a, any of us in Bombay or any, you know, especially in Bombay, I think people have a very diverse palate. You might be Marathi, but you'll have Chinese, you'll yes. have... You know, there's that. You, and um, it's very ironic that I, being a Muslim, I'm a vegetarian. Yeah, yeah. So it's mainly chicken in your uh, thing. Sometimes I tell you that put some red meat, put some this thing. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm basically a vegetarian. All your I'm life? Grown up, I've Veget grown up with a, a lot of school friends of mine, all who are vegetarian. They were mm. all kachi patia, more or less. So they, they fabulous vegetarian food. So I developed a palate for it. So even today when I cook my non-veg, I don't idly taste it. Ah, so how do you then, uh, I mean, it's okay if you're doing it for friends, but if you're retailing it where people are putting money, just, even if they're nice people, they it's, just say, it's just worked. It's just worked. If wow. my husband is around once in a while, I make him taste a bite just uh, but, to know if I'm on the right track. If it's a big order, like 30 people, but see, a husband will never tell the wife that you you've added too much salt or too much milk. He will. He, he will. will. He's a foodie. He will. <laughs> okay. He will. Brave man. <laughs> <laughs> but so you've been vegetarian all your life, or did you like, for example, I've been our, vegetarian our all. I've been vegetarian all my life. But uh, your rest of the family, like your uh, parents, hardcore non veg. Oh, so why why were you vegetarian? If you don't mind my asking, like for example, our mama who's Parsi. He turned vegetarian because of uh, you know, no, animal love. No, and... no, there's no real reason. I think I huh. just grew up with friends. You know, we had a lunch room in school where all of huh. us would get our food from home and sit together and eat. Wow. And I, everybody ate vegetarian and it was very appetizing, very nice to see. And because I had an inherent health condition, okay. I was born with a cardiac problem as a child. Okay. So my uh, father always encouraged me saying vegetarian is very healthy. Yes, so less load. Yeah. I wow. And, and and you're saying that this entire thing of being like looking at food uh, which which sort of suits your health also made it made you a bit empathetic towards like uh, you know creating food which is also like you know honest and uh, yes. you know, not. Yeah. I don't. I'm not very much. I'm a person who's not very fascinated by anything canned or tinned or I'd rather have because you make your sauces also like you the Shezwan sauce and all that you make yeah, I like to make my dips I, I would 
I'm not a person who'd go out and buy something ready. So you, uh, we had the chicken mayonnaise sandwich from you, the, sa- uh, the mayonnaise you made. Yes, yes. And and uh, there was also a bit of like spice to it. It was a bit of reddish. Thing and added a little bit of green chilies to it yeah, because which, I like. Which is a bit like a chicken jungle. My my late yes, father-in-law used to love it, and, and the Bombay chicken jungle is the onion, mirchi. Yes, yeah. yes, yeah. yes. So I just added a teaspoon of my Azwan sauce to the mayo. Uh-huh. And I added some finely chopped coriander and green finely chilies. Finely chopped, yes, uh, yes, yeah. So that's really that's no, but really... it is so tasty. And 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 how do you source? See your breads and all that. You can get it from outside, right? You're not making bread. Yes, no. But no. they're so soft and all that. So you you are these people you've been using at home or or for the business you sourced out? No, so I get my bread from out. But when I was a child, I used to go to my Marcy's house. Who used to make amazing mayonnaise sandwiches? I never mm. ate that. I was a vegetarian, but she always told me that if you cover it with a damp cloth after it's made, the sandwich. Ah. Make my sandwiches. I keep them covered with a damp cloth till I actually deliver. That way, ah. they stay soft and moist. Yeah, it was so nice. So now tell, tell me that. So it's 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 been what? How many years of a business? Two years now, the food business. Two, two and a half years. Two and a half years. So so that's what I'm saying. That okay. That initial josh and enthusiasm you did all of that, and that time the demand was also high. Like you said, yes. with people not yes. having staff and all of that. Yeah. But uh, but to sustain and grow it over two and a half years, and and still continue with it because when everything else is opening and your business has started again, touch wood. Um. So so. Um, to sustain yourself, to keep yourself motivated. How how are you doing that? So I I feel really nice when I send food to people when I get an order, and they send me a WhatsApp with a picture of them eating it with a nice note saying it was so nice. It was like home cooked food. And they do this so, by themselves. They it's not no, that no, you are asking them for feedback. No, no, no. And, they and they're not like Instagrammers no, and all that. So they're just. No, no. Yeah, yeah, just yeah, yeah. normal people who ordered who normal people <laughs> to who I don't know. Uh, you know, people are just calling me up and ordering it and giving me such good feedback that it keeps me going. Wow. So 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 it's feedback. I you know I must uh, say that because uh you know I've been uh, blogging in in next month will be fifteen years and um, wow. and, and 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 it's by myself and uh, I think. 85 or 90 percent of what I do is uh, non-commercial, not because I want to, but it's just that that's how yeah. it is. That that is not that I write only if I've got assignments. But uh, often people are so kind, and and you don't know them, and they might put a comment over there, or they might message you, and they say that it reminded them of some memory or their granny or you know whatever. So and and that sort of um, I think keeps people uh, going because of course one of the business side of it, and I'm sure you see that. Uh, but but uh, that uh, and how have you um, ensured that the business uh, runs smoothly and grows and it's also like you know so, uh, uh, profitable uh, hopefully that, that in terms of your suppliers and uh, and also day in and day out I mean do you have a routine for yourself do you ever get bored yes. banana sandwich no, I'm bored of cooking I love cooking but okay. I've made it in the sense when I do my exhibitions and when I travel, on those days I don't take orders. Yeah. But if I am in Bombay, I plan it in such a way that tomorrow I'm going to do my butter chicken. So I'll call up all my clients who love butter chicken. 
make a broadcast list and tell them tomorrow I'm doing my butter chicken. And I'll start getting orders right away. So that keeps me excited and high that, oh, now the restaurants have started. Life still, is normal and still people are ordering. Yes, yes, yes. No, like those chicken meal sandwiches, like I'm a big fan of the candy sandwiches, the chicken sandwiches. And yeah. the, your sandwiches was different in terms of the flavor. Yes, uh, yes. Having said that, it was, uh, you know, equally soft and, uh, you know, completely this thing. And, yeah, um, yeah. you know, I, I I can't, and I've had a lot of chicken sandwiches, including, you know, Pia, the one Pune guys get very excited about Mazarin and all that. Yes. And Delhi. Yes. Yeah. So now I know there's another good uh, source for chicken sandwich <laughs> and a different one. So, you know, like yes. uh, Mohammad Rafi and Kishore Kumar. I mean, they were both like, I, you know. I like to add a little bit of change to a normal, like if I'm making a mayo sandwich, I'd like to add a little shezwa. There has to be a bit of misba. There has to be a bit yeah. of misba in it. Give yes. it my signature. Yeah. 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 Uh, same here. I mean, uh, of course, uh, I mean, I'm saying all of this like I'm a, I, I just like throw things around in the kitchen. But, um, and, and, uh, and uh, uh, what about the business part of it? Your, your fashion business you've run for how many years? Uh, before this? Uh, so my clothes, huh. this is the 33rd year. Wow, thirty third. I think you said this. Sorry, I'm not. Yeah. So, so I mean, I mean, you've run a thirty three year old business, and and you know, going ahead, and uh, you know, you've done material sourcing. You you've got carriers whom you uh, pay and uh, exhibition uh, calls and all. Uh, most important, I've enjoyed my journey. <laughs> no, that's and, not, and now you I'm have two thinking, journeys. Yeah, now you have two journeys you change. You have to be blessed to be able to make money uh. and do which give you joy and yeah. I'm one of those people who's working it's not I don't feel I'm working because I enjoy every moment of it yeah that's what so so you know what I want to say or ask is that uh, you've had the experience of running a business and you're this thing so uh, and, and of course it's going ahead so so um, did any of that learning come of use when you got on this food thing they say at the end of it it's also a business, so you don't want to like you know run into your I, reservoirs uh, and all of that. I so, my food journey became very easy huh. because I didn't have to look for my clients. I had ready clients who had faith in me, who had huh. got close. Huh. So all I needed to do is go back to that broadcast list and tell huh. them now in I'm doing food. Huh. A lot of them ordered to try it out, and they loved it. And then by word of mouth, it went. So the initial customer base of 100 people, I didn't need to look for. Wow. And see, if, if your food is so delicious that you eat a lot of it and you put on some weight, you can always then design a way in such a thing that, <laughs> you know, you're losing it and you'll not realize. You'll come back to so me wow. for more clothes because you're only about to get that. This is a wonderful way of uh, business, huh? clothes and uh, food. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> se, like I'm thinking from a guy's point of view, pizza se jeans ko thara loose. <laughs> so, so I was very happy that I didn't have to look for customers. Yeah. I had steady people who would come to my house before the pandemic to buy clothes. Those same people I sent out a whole list saying now I'm doing food. Huh. And it began like that. And then thanks to people like you and Manisha, Cyrus Brocha, and I sent food to a lot of people and all yeah. of them were kind enough to post it. Like I met Rob I, I think Kunal had your sandwiches. I, I remember. You sent yes, Kunal sandwiches? Yeah, I, yeah, yeah. He had, I did uh, a yeah. show now. I did a show at the Imperial. It was a very nice show where I had participated in the food category. Okay. So there's this. Oh, very recently, called... right? A week recently. back or something. Yeah, 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 yeah. 
So there's again this food blogger called Aparna. She goes by the name What Makes Appy Happy. <laughs> Appy of she, Aparna. She yes. is so helpful. Such a genuine person. She put me on to the show. She curated the food part of it. Okay. And my response was fabulous. I know, seen the video, done, yeah. I had just done my dehydrated. Hmm. So there I met Roxanne and she walked oh, yeah, up yeah. to me. And she told me, Miss Ba, I'm Roxanne. You don't know me. You've sent me food. And she's because very helpful. Roxanne's also very helpful. Of, uh, very you know, helpful. Very sweet. Yeah. yeah. Uh, no, the world of food-loving people, I mean, I know that sometimes, uh, you know, people trash food bloggers and Instagrammers and whatever. But there are a lot of, lot of lovely people out there. And, and, and very helpful. Uh, yeah. Very and helpful. and. and I mean, see, if some of them are, you know, running their career out of it, so I mean, that's like, for example, you say, say you've done fashion, which is a career, but because of that, your carigars, the people you bought stuff from, the exhibition guys, everyone gains, right? I mean, um, so... I, I spent a good eight to nine years working with this NGO called Maharashtra State Women's Council. MSWC. Where MSWC, yeah, MSWC, MSWC, yes, yes. yes. Where yeah. I used to help them host a show called Smart Mart at the Bombay Racecourse at the Tote Restaurant. Huh. And we had around 70 designers, Pan-India, who would come and participate. Huh. And the money would go towards charity. It's a very good, very transparent NGO with mm. a fabulous group of women working. And I mm. just happened to meet them and join them. So those eight years were also fantastic, where we did those exhibitions. And we collected good money. Hmm. And then it slowly, slowly got, you know, we got out of it because they started participating in the marathon and they were making good money there also. <laughs> we started these, and I also got busy with my career and taking huh. it ahead. We slowed out, but that phase was also fabulous. Wow. So, so um, how do you now do the balancing act? Because you're, you've got two babies in a sense. You've got your clothes yes. baby and food baby. So uh, like uh, a loaf and twice a week, huh. Twice a week, I do catering. Okay. So when you say catering, what do you mean? Like if somebody uh, wants to order a biryani and they call me up and say, next, when are you doing your biryani? So I will chalk out a day, like say Thursday, I'll do my biryani. So everybody who had asked me for a biryani, I'll put it on a broadcast list and I'll get my orders. Mm. Or like today, for instance, I was doing sandwiches. So I put it on my stories. Oh, wow. People started calling up. So I choose three, two to three days. And and, and in non-veg, is it only chicken or do you also work in mutton and fish? I think only mutton. Not so much fish, but mutton, yes. A lot of mutton. Like our biryanis are mutton. I do a... I've had a chicken uh, white pulao. No, even Uh, the mutton I do. I do mutton. But I don't do so much fish. I do a lot of prawn though. Huh. Huh. I do a lot of like butter garlic prawn. And prawns are actually food. easier to work with. And, and, and you know, Very from easy. a food eater's point of view also, I think, uh, you know, people, uh, you know, enjoy. See, because yesterday we were having this thing and there was sumai. So sumai, you know, they were generous big slices. So after a while to have a whole slice, there's this prawn yeah. like you can keep eating. <laughs> yes. And if, yes. But if cooked well, it has to be juicy, not too hard. And, yes. Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. And and um so 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 you do catering uh, twice a week where you uh, sort of make specific dishes. I curate a menu which I huh. feel a lot of people have asked in the last one week to me. When is your butter chicken being done? Please let huh. us know a day prior. Huh. So I chalk out a day where I'm doing only butter chicken. Or I say, do you do any butter. vegetarian stuff? Given you're a vegetarian, I do very. I do a fabulous palak paneer and pawn biryani. Wow. 
I do very nice. So palak paneer uh, and corn biryani separate or the or the palak and together. Oh wow! Wow. Biryani. It has is that a unique mitha recipe, mitha house recipe, or is that a combi? I've never come across that. Now when I make it, I'm going to make you have <laughs> some for you to taste because there's one layer which is uh. a green layer which has palak and corn, uh. and one layer which has kadai paneer. Wow! So, so then the kids will also eat. All the kids who don't like palak and all that, they'll say, "Ah, biryani, then I'll eat." Yeah, and it's you know it's a hot seller with me because people say it's better than any non-veg biryani that you do. Wow! So wow. I do that I do a lot of pineapple raitas with it, moong raitas with it. Huh. So I do that in the vegetarian. I do a veg burger. I do a veg kadai. Hmm. I do I my dal khichdi did so well in the pandemic. I was like fluxed. Yeah, and and so dal khichdi as a dish is so much comfort, whichever part so of I would send the country dal from you. With a bowl of moong ka raita, and everybody would just love oh. it. So green moong ka raita. Moong and dahi ka raita. Less than green moong. Green moong sprouted. Sprout, moong. Sprouted. Oh, sprouted. Yeah. Sprouted. So you know all all of that, like you know, a sprouted green moong raita and all of that. I'm just thinking from the point of view of uh, you know. Um, Lot of people who are uh, now health conscious because of, like, for example, I had uh, diabetes because of COVID, and uh, then yeah. uh, brought it down by healthy eating, guided by a dietitian, yeah. dietitian, and of course, Manisha's meds. Then I went off the meds, but again, I've started eating chocolates and cakes and all of that, like especially Kanals, but the my birthday, uh, mom's birthday, and then I was stopped. I was asking my therapist, "Is there anything psychological which can be done?" She said, "No discipline." I think I'm just going to throw it out that, of the fridge. But no, but what I'm saying is that uh, you know people have all these salads and all that. But I'm just thinking that uh, if you were to offer fresh uh, dahi raita and with no uh, sugar and and sprouts, no it would be such a lovely evening snack because evening they're telling us try to avoid um, you know have uh, breads and all so instead my, of sprouts or have my, to put eggs uh, in it. My Wouldn't that be such a lovely my, idea? My moong ka raita hmm. has a pure ghee bhagar, huh. you know, like a chok, which has uh, Kashmiri mirchi, huh. which has white urat, which has oh. rai, oh. so, so much of uh, pulses. So, it's so tasty. Yeah. Have you ever thought of it that way? Because like, like I'm just saying, thinking like from a, you know, a lot of people have this issue that Okay, breakfast, lunch, and dinner I can figure out with the diet. But thing. what about my mid? What an evening snack? thing, you know? Because yeah. uh, we are so used to in the evening having you know some sort of carb element, either a bread or a panki yeah. or a you know poha. So maybe uh, Ms. Basin's uh, and this is my you know uncalled for suggestion, but maybe uh, may, maybe uh, kya kehte? Uh, maybe it's uh, because of my interest. Uh, there's a Hindi word for it, but. Uh, uh, Sparse, sparse. No. Anyway, <laughs> uh, but I'm just saying that, uh, and also given the fact that you, through your life, have had to live carefully because of your childhood yes. condition. But yes. just and maybe you can talk with Manisha because see, Manisha is a foodie, or I can even connect you with my dietitian and see that what are the things which, uh, especially one of the biggest problems uh, now is actually blood sugar more maybe than heart, or, uh, yeah. heart yeah. and uh, blood pressure is blood sugar. So. Uh, you know, if you and and you do such tasty stuff like from the moment you said, uh, because I love doing a lot of stuff with hunkered, so I can just imagine how nice it is. Then you know you put sliced egg into that, it becomes a non-veg version. Yeah. Just think of that, and and you know 
whenever people think of healthy immediately kale dalta hai amaranth dalta hai ye tofu dalta hai but it's it's like for example there was nothing in the house today so our cook makes a nice sukha green moong so i told her make that for lunch and jawar roti and some karela so and and and, and i mean she makes it nice so i'm i'm just saying that dad versus a quinoa salad i i'm only talking it's going to be but <laughs> i just yeah, yeah but but no but um, Uh, I'm somehow not uh, so much of a quinoa person. No, no. I'm so, so you are someone of what's available. What's and I think available? That, and I'm saying that that's the end of it. What we enjoy, you know. Yeah. And and yeah. so so think of that. You know the raitas, like your like sandwiches. Um, no. Sometimes I like to even make a whole masoor salad. You know, hmm. abra masoor. Uh, It's so nice, and and yeah. you know, with uh, even regular vegetables, uh, sort of like cucumbers and so yes, salad. Yes. Yes. Or like if you do your wraps, I don't know if you will atta roti and all or, or jawar. I try to because you're so now, talented. And now I've started moving to my wraps with like a lentil wrap. Yeah. You know? Oh wow! Like a like a chilla, moong dal ka chilla sort like of thing. Like a not only a moong dal chilla, even a masoor dal, masoor wow, dal yeah, ka yeah. Yeah, wrap. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I must try so that. Yeah. The person is not eating so unhealthy then. Yeah, I yeah. must try that. I must try that. Yeah. yeah. So so Ms. Man, now uh, tell me. uh you know i was discussing this with um, uh, you know apocrust and this thing we did a home chef studio in the you know the last event and we are doing so that was the first time and we are doing it again uh, this one and they made a very interesting point and, and i agree that you okay. know last time when we did it uh, hmm. the home chef story was a lockdown story that how during hmm. the lockdown people uh, created and you're a wonderful example yeah. of that but now lockdown everything is over they're telling us that who will soon say you know pandemic is over uh, and all of that so now it's every man or woman for themselves now there's no sympathy no there's no this thing yeah. if if someone wants to eat they will choose between restaurants cloud kitchens home chefs uh, yeah. Yeah. yeah so so um and and from what i gather you want to Continue with both your babies, Kapra and Khan. Yes. Uh, yes. Roti, Roti, Kapra. You should get into real estate. Then full. That's uh, the only thing Roti, left. Roti, Kapra, ma, Makan, ho jayega. But uh, tell me, so how? What are your plans to, um, you know, continue? Go ahead. Like you got dehydrated. You got your weekly menu. I want menu. to. Um. So I did one. And you're still a one-man to... army, right? I mean, you have help, man. but otherwise, uh, yeah. chopping, so cutting, I... and all that, perhaps. So I started stocking with this store called Mazala at Linking Road. Yeah, Carling near the uh, Nike yeah. showroom. Eh? Hmm. Yes, yes. I know the owner well, and they are like family friends. Yeah, they were. And of course, I was put on to them and got the suggestion of stocking with them through Samir and Salomatani. Of FBI. And it was really nice. I went for two days. I did a live demo there, and then I started stocking with them. So I, in the long run, want to start stocking with people. Okay. Like so not, these are your dehydrated packs. Dehydrated, not just uh, in Bombay, uh, but in a place like Goa, where people have lot of homes and they come for like two days. Places like Alibag, where yeah. people want to just do something quick, but it has to be healthy at the same time. Yeah. No preservative, no MSG, no and color. And good quality. Good quality. See, health so is I'm also looking, quality. Health. People think that stocking. health is only this thing, but it's also quality. Quality. So I'm looking at stocking with uh, places where you know people have their second homes, like a holiday home, and they're there just for like three days or four days. They don't have a whole paraphernalia of stuff. You know, they want to whip up something. So I'm trying to grow in that way. I want to start stocking my dehydrated food that way. So do you think going ahead 
the dehydrated will become bigger portion of your business and uh, versus fresh. I think so. I think okay. so. From from a growth point of view, no, because growth one point of view, and I'm concentrating it. also on that more. Wonderful. No, that's that's great because uh, you know even in the business and you've uh, you've run one for thirty three years before this one, you also know that after a while, like for example, food walks. Like I used to do a lot of that when I started off. But uh, now it's not something I want to concentrate on. And I'm also yeah, 18 years yeah, older than then, so yeah, yeah. I don't have that energy. But uh, okay, so any last words uh, from you, given the fact that uh, you're a businesswoman of 35, 36 years, out of which two, three years you've got to food, um, to, to I, people who want to start off, women or even otherwise in food, that you're I learning what works. Anything you want to do, take a chance and do it. Don't sleep over anything. Don't wait for tomorrow. The <laughs> pandemic has taught us do everything that your heart desires. Do it today. And if you are genuinely good at what you do and you're very hardworking, there is no looking back. You just have to be very transparent with people you're dealing with. Yourself, you have to be very genuine and transparent with. And things just flow. How wonderful. So basically, don't listen to Mr. Meeta. Listen to Ms. Babi. <laughs> Listen to your heart. Listen to your heart. Because he had told you to sleep you, over it. <laughs> yes, if your heart tells you, go ahead, just go ahead. But but uh, like she said, uh, he's also a big supporter of her. So Very big supporter. <laughs> you can't, uh, I can't be doing business for 35 years if my husband has not been supportive. So he's been fabulously supportive. Yes, yeah, so, so, so that's for us men. Okay, so love, absolute pleasure talking to you. Uh, Same here. And, Same and here. It's been lovely. Uh, no, that's Thank both, you so uh, much for having me on. No, no, it's my pleasure. You know, I've, I've spoken with you, interacted you, with you in the beginning of the lockdown. It's just, maybe I was waiting for you to come back to Bandra, even though we are doing it in Zoom. But folks, uh, first of all, if you're interested uh, in, in Indian design wear, then go and check out the, the Zivaish page and see where she's doing her exhibitions and all of that or at home. And uh, for the food people, uh, Tarka Tales, T-A-D-K-A, Tarka Tales on Instagram and also Mizwa said that she's got a broadcast list and uh, people who are like going abroad just take our dehydrated packs, uh, take lots of them and then uh, start be becoming an Indian home chef. Come back with feedback for me. Give me good <laughs> Become an Indian home chef. <laughs> I mean, you should also have the business sense. But thank you. Thank you so much, uh, Mizwa. Thank you so much. Thank and you. And uh, thank you for... Uh, feeding and people such uh, wonderful, pure, honest food. Thank you. Best wishes. You've Thank been you. a very big support in this journey of mine. Thank you so much. No, no, nothing. It's just all your work, but uh, pleasure. Thank you. Okay. Bye. Bye. Bye.